Welcome to The Hammer, where we hit the nail on the head with insights from the world of Canadian renovation and custom home contracting. Now here's your host, the editor of Canadian Contractor Magazine, Patrick Flannery. Today I spoke with Michelle Kaplan from Better Than New. Uh, Michelle and I met uh, a little while ago when she was referred to me to do some work on uh, my house and uh, we got talking about her business model and what she does, which is a little bit uh, different and unique for the industry. Um, she operates uh, more or less as a, as, as a broker and a referral service, um, but is uh, quite hands-on and, uh, and has some different approaches that guarantee that uh, both the contractors she works with and the uh, clients that she serves have a good experience. And I thought uh, she had a lot of interesting things to say uh, about customer service, about what's uh, needed to get work done and, and to help everybody uh, just uh, smooth the process and uh, basically find some more opportunities uh, kind of in the, in the niches, in the margins, some of the smaller jobs, uh, filling time uh, that you have in your schedule, keeping teams busy, um, just a, a, a great overall concept. She also has some uh, innovative ideas about uh, helping homeowners save uh, for their repairs and, uh, and about communication and customer service generally. So uh, Michelle had a lot to offer in this conversation. She's a great talker. She uh, has uh, lots to say, and I hope you enjoy uh, my conversation with Michelle Kaplan from Better Than New. Michelle Kaplan from Better Than New, how you doing? I'm wonderful, Patrick. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So listen, uh, let's uh, let's start off. I, I guess I'll start off with the little story of uh, of, of of how we met. Uh, I had a uh, a very old uh, homeowner installed leaky skylight uh, in my uh, in my deck uh, or the roof over my deck out back, uh, which wasn't pitched right in the first place. And uh, and uh, so I called my buddy uh, Brett Lucier over at uh, Provincial Glass and Mirror here in London, uh, uh, old friend. Uh, profiled him before in Glass Canada. And, um, and, uh, you know, he, he sent a guy out to actually look at it. And of course, you know, Brett's, Brett's a little bigger and does a lot of commercial work. So they took it, they took a look at that and said, well, that's not really the kind of thing we, we, uh, you know, touch very much. Uh, but he recommended Michelle Kaplan at Better Than New, uh, and Michelle came out and we had a really, I think, interesting discussion about, um, about what you're doing and, and your business model and, 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 and the kind of uh, and, and the kind of approach you've got uh, that uh, I think could be could be interesting for people uh, in, in the business. So Michelle, why don't you why don't you start us out just by giving us a bit of uh, a bit of your background, uh, your history, how you got into business, and uh, and then I guess we'll move into uh, what better than new is all about. Sure. Can I can I digress just for two seconds sure. to say yeah. big big thanks to Brett. Uh, one of the things that I love about Brett and people like him in business is. Um, it wasn't that the job was too small for him or, or any of that type of thing, because I, I, I dislike that particular approach in the contracting industry. It's my personal opinion. The reason that, that he suggested um, our contractors is he recognized that roofing and the layers and layers of caulking that had been used to try and repair your skylight over the years uh, was a mess and was more than his skilled trades had to offer to do the job right. So I always appreciate when a business owner doesn't just take the money and try and figure it out um, and, and recognize that someone else is better suited. 
uh, which I inadvertently just gave myself a great segue because that's actually what Better Than New is actually all about also. Um, it, the, the home team in particular, which is an aspect of my business, my personal trade is painting, drywall repair, aesthetics type work. And the home team sort of came about because I recognized from talking with people uh, with my own quote visits, if I noticed something that was concerning for any reason. Um, I'm not an expert in contracting. I've never pretended to be an expert in contracting. My skill set, my background, my education has led me to a skill set of asking the right questions of the right people. And so when I'm, you know, on a quote visit and I notice something that I'm not sure is quite right, the first thing I do is get on the phone with someone that I know that has that expertise to ask some questions to make sure that everything's okay or guide the homeowner to do it if, if they feel um, that they want to do so themselves. So what that sort of created in my mind was this idea of a homeowner advocate. The idea that as a homeowner, you are not expected, in my opinion, um, and I don't even think you should, should have to try to figure out all that you're supposed to know about how to keep your home maintained, repaired, et cetera. It's a really tough uh, industry to navigate if you don't have any said experience. Um, so having someone to call when you don't know who to call, what a wonderful idea that is. Uh, so I ruminated it, to, it was a year long process of me coming up and, and I, I was sort of creating it quietly and doing it quietly already, but I, I launched it officially and I started marketing it um, in December of last year to just say, it's okay not to know. Here's somebody that you can call and I don't pretend to have all the answers, but I know who to ask them of and I will be your friend through the process uh, and help you find the right person to solve your problem the first time uh, at a fair price uh, and, and as quickly as possible as well, which is uh, often a challenge, especially in these times with all the contractors being so busy on larger scale renos. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're, you're kind of doing um, what a general contractor would do in the sense that you're in the sense that you're, you're getting the correct trades on site and you're, uh, and, and you're, you're organizing and setting up the work. Uh, yep. and, and handling the billing and, and well, I want to get into a bit, a, a bit of what you do uh, actually uh, uh, versus what you don't do. Mm -hmm. um, but um, that, that's, but I think, I think what you've got that's perhaps a little unique is, is more of that, um, how would I put it, a, 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 a top level customer service focus uh, on it maybe than, uh, than, than just, hey, here's the work we do and we're going to do it for you. I would say that's exactly right. And so um, here, here's my analogy that I speak to homeowners and contractors for that matter about um, when I'm trying to explain why I do what I do. 10, 15 years ago, if you needed um, something to do with plumbing, by the way, a lot of times you got a leak in your roof, you call a roofer to find out it's plumbing, right? right. So to have someone who can come in and just slightly better assess that in itself is of value. Um, so, so what did you do? you went to the yellow pages and you made a bunch of phone calls and how do you figure out who is uh, qualified and really good um, to do what they do and who's just really good at talking the talk. Yeah. Um, you uh, uh, potentially spend a significant amount of time, might have some fear 
uh, that you're not asking the right questions to make sure that the person you're coming in is qualified to do the specific job that you need. And, and you spend a lot of time doing all of those things. So fast forward to nowadays, what do people do now? They put up a in search of post on Facebook and then they get a whole bunch of recommendations from a whole bunch of different people. And guess what they still have to do? Make a whole bunch of phone calls and ask a whole bunch of questions. Uh, and, and they're in the same boat. Right. So my perspective or, or my, my thought process around this was, what if somebody could do that for you? Right, right. And just sort of help navigate the industry a little bit. With, with enough knowledge and mostly enough caring to really genuinely want to make sure your problem is solved. And that's what I think that I bring to the table in, all, in most of the things I've done in my career careers, I will say careers, mm-hmm. uh, as trades are new to me uh, yeah. in the last five years. So that's really where the home team sort of stemmed from as far as what I think I can bring value to people yeah, that 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 is such a good point because that you know, and especially uh, uh, these days, um, uh, everyone is so busy. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, no one can do uh, uh, a lot of the work that's that's coming in at them, right? And as a as a homeowner, and boy, I I, I know this between my cottage and my house and different things that we've had to do. You know, just getting a call back is is difficult, right? Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's, you know, there's, there's lots of good reasons for that on the, on the individual side, but that's where you can come in. Right. And at least know somebody who's taking work, uh, yeah. you know, if, yeah. if, if nothing else, I mean, so yeah, all that time on the yellow pages, all that time going through the, the various recommendations that your friends give you on social media, you can, you can, you can eliminate that. And, you know, you, you've got, you've got your people there that, that, you know, that, that, that are good at it. And, and if I'm not mistaken, you have several different people usually in various trades that you can go to. And, uh, and that's, 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 that's a real, that's a big value to the homeowner. That saves a lot of time. Yeah. Homeowners are definitely resonating with the idea. Yeah. Um, so, so you, you touched on a couple of points that if you don't mind, I'd like to yeah. sort of jump on. Mm-hmm. Um, one is you earlier referenced me as a general contractor. I really just want to be um, clear you're not wrong in suggesting that there's a certain degree of it that that sort of uh, looks like that role, but I actually uh, uh, am very clear with people that I'm not a general contractor. I'm not a licensed general contractor, let me rephrase that. And, um, and if you are going to be doing a larger scale renovation or remodeling, right. that includes multiple trades, scheduling, project management, et cetera, I am going to refer you to a licensed general contractor. They are best equipped to help you with a job like that. So don't call better than new for a full bathroom renovation. But you got a vanity that you would like to get replaced and those guys don't have time for you, please call me. Because the contractors that I work with are in many cases out doing those larger scale renovations on uh, on their own with their own business. I am not taking away business from contractors. I am giving them business when they have unexpected time in their schedules. So let's say, you know, they finished off a renovation a couple of days early, can't start the next one, or homeowner wanted to delay the start of a renovation for a few days. Well, you can sit on your butt for a couple of days or, hey, 
I got three customers who are looking for small jobs that'll take a day. Can you go help them out? And then, and, and then you've got some revenue coming in from that as well. It, my intention behind the home team is that it's a win, win, win. The contractor wins for getting that additional work they wouldn't otherwise have. And that they probably weren't going to go and quote and assess in the first place because it would not have been a job they thought they could fit into their schedule. So it's readily available to them when they are. The homeowner pays no more for my involvement to do that. The contractor actually pays me a small referral fee because, hey, they could have had a 0% day or they can have a slightly less than 100% day. Uh, you know, I take a small referral fee that goes into a fund that is designed to uh, ensure that if there's ever a warranty issue that they personally can't fulfill, that better than new will take care of it and holds the warranty for the homeowner. Oh, interesting. And you take care of uh, you take care of billing and administration and yes. buying supplies. Uh, in some cases, yeah. generally speaking, we we have that discussion between the contractor and I. Uh, a good example where I do the purchasing and and slightly more of the project management as far as getting the bin there, the uh, the shingles, et cetera, is roofing projects. Um, uh, something like a plumbing issue or, or something that requires, you know, a very specific set of materials based on that very job, likely the contractor is going to choose to just go to the store and get what he needs. Right. Or she, for that matter, let me, yeah. uh, I'd like to throw that one in there if I may. <laughs> yeah. More and more. Yeah, absolutely. Good stuff. Yes. Okay. So that, that, that's on the, um, yeah. Okay. So I think, I, th I think we've covered off uh, uh, pretty well um, what, what your value proposition is for, for homeowners, what your value proposition is for, for, for contractors. Right. I mean, I mean, everybody, everybody kind of wins in this um, and, and you're taking uh, uh, things off the plate on sort of on each side, you're, you're almost taking the pain points out of each end of the process. Right. And, and, and managing those things yourself. Right. I mean, that's, that's how I think about it. Yeah, that's definitely my intention. So for the homeowner, it's uh, it's like I said, it's having that advocate. And and oh, by the way, if while the project is happening, the homeowner gets a niggly, mm -hmm. something doesn't feel right. I'm not sure this is being done right. Anything. Yeah. Uh, they call me and I will come and I will and uh, like, you know, I'm sort of I'm sort of building my own work and my personal hands on work. Um, and trying to do so in a way that I can be agile and respond if necessary. So if a homeowner is feeling like, uh, ah, Michelle, I don't know, can you, can you come have a conversation with me? I drop everything. Uh, hopefully not drop it because, you know, I'd break yeah. things. <laughs> um, but, I, you know, I will go and sort of take a look at what's going on, ask a few questions of the homeowner. What, you know, what is it that you're worried about? Ask a few questions of the contractor. Hey, can you educate me what you're doing so that I can help here? And sometimes um, uh, the result of that is a conversation with the homeowner to educate and to calm and reassure. And sometimes it's the contractor needs to have a wee conversation. Yeah. I usually use different words, but, you know, we're talking to people that I don't want to upset. Um, some, sometimes they need to be discussed to, to yeah. say, oh, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, please don't be taking shortcuts on the on my jobs. Do what you know. Uh, it, it's not okay. 
and and please you know rip it apart and do it again if that's what needs to happen i will have that conversation with the contractor so that they don't have to can i ask you um because i i was again in the in the work that you did for me uh, uh i was incredibly impressed with nick's uh, uh professionalism uh uh you know they they you know everything on time if he wasn't going to be here he 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 sent texts uh, 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 he cleaned as he went. I mean, I, we basically never had a mess, um, which I didn't even care about really because it was outside. But anyways, he 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 was he was caring about it more than I was. I guess was my point. Um, yeah. It was uh, it, it was really tremendous. Uh, 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 the approach. Do, do you do you uh, try to establish some standards with the people you work with? Do you talk to them about this, or was that just Nick? Uh, it's both. So yeah. now if Nick is listening to this, I don't want to inflate his ego too much, <laughs> but, but I'm going to, I'm going to take the risk and say this anyway, yeah. I would love to clone Nick several times over. Right. Um, Nick is uh, uh, the, the, Nick is a prime example of a great fit for the home team. Yeah. Uh, there's a few reasons. He likes doing smaller, quicker jobs mm -hmm. versus being on the same job site for weeks on end. So my jobs fit his desires to do good work. Um, he happens to be an all around great skilled contractor uh, in a variety of areas. So I can I can actually send Nick on, on quite a few um, different types of jobs, knowing that he will do a fantastic job. I know that if I ask him if something's in his wheelhouse and it's not, he will tell me that and not just go and try and fuddle his way through it. Nice. Um, his communication skills with customers are amazing. And, and now I'll also caveat with saying is that I'm not actually expecting that of my contractors. Part of the value to them on the home team is that I take care of all of that. The, the hope is that you can just go in and focus on exactly what you do best, which is the work. Um, and the other thing is, is um, Nick and others like him. And I, I I'm going to, I'm going to suspect there's a fair population within your demographics that might fit this is he's not big into online presence. He doesn't spend a lot of, he doesn't spend time on social media. Um, you know, all of those things. Whereas I spend a lot of time on social media. I built my business almost a hundred percent on Facebook and still do to this day. Um, so the people that are coming to me are often coming to me via that platform and would never find Nick of their own volition. I shouldn't say never. That's not fair. Rarely find Nick of his own volition. So he's a great example of the type of person that I'd be looking for to join the home team because it's a great fit for both of us. Um, the, the idea that you don't have to. Oh, and the other thing is, is it's a guaranteed return on investment. So in comparison with things like online directories, uh, referral services, in that online type platform, which are typically a monthly fee to get a referral or a lead that probably is being given to multiple other contractors as well. So you may or may not see a return on that monthly fee. I don't charge any of that. The only fee that I charge is on work I'm handing to you to do. So no matter what, you are only paying when revenue is coming in to your business. Hmm. Hmm. Perfect. Yeah. And that, that, that communication aspect of it, uh, I mean, let, let's face it. And, and I'm not, I'm not just talking about, about the home renovation trades. 
it's it's across manufacturing and construction. All the guys, and, and I, I'll say a lot of guys uh, who work with their hands, um, that's the part that 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 is often struggled with the most, right? I mean, I mean that that's that's the difficult thing is is you know somebody as a as and I can say again as a homeowner, so, so, somebody somebody sends an email. And you know the other the other side just doesn't bother to reply. Yeah. Now it's not because they're hostile. It's not because they're rude. It's not because they're. It is because they're busy. But I mean, it's you know, it's not because they're 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 they, they don't even necessarily want to reply. It's because unless you're a communicator, <laughs> you you don't understand the deep importance <laughs> of, of 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 getting back in a timely fashion with that. And and you know, so so you're well and. Uh, you know, compliments, your, your outgoing personality and your ability to talk must, must be just a, a, a tremendous asset in all of this. Well, well, I like to think that it's my ability to listen to what the oh, home there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you, you're not the first to accuse me of being a talker. It's okay. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's I think it, you're bang on. Um, if I may do a time warp for a moment with you. Yeah. Um, you asked me earlier sort of about my background and, uh, and I have mentioned that the trades are, are sort of a newer thing in my life. I, I call it my midlife crisis. Yeah. Um, my background is actually, my educational background is in business human resources. I climbed the corporate ladder in a consulting firm working with fortune 500 and fortune 1000 companies. I would like to just, you know, tell, uh, just for the record state that the higher you go up on the hierarchy, the less likely you are to read an email from me. Okay. <laughs> calling me and asking me to read the email that I sent to them. Anyway, I digress. Um, the, the, I bring this up because my background, uh, so was that, and then I uh, ended up, and I say ended up because it was sort of an accident also, uh, but I was self-employed doing business consulting for small business owners, and a fair number of my clients were contractors. And the reason that um, and the reason that they could benefit from my services is that I could actually provide some of exactly what you're talking about. And now what I'm doing now, which is helping them keep track of invoicing, helping them not drop balls, helping them communicate with customers. Something as simple as I can't respond to your message right now, but I will get back to you in 24 hours makes all the difference in yeah. any business. But I think in this one in particular, um, I, if I ha uh, did, you know, some type of study, uh, I think you would find that I get 90% of my business for one of two reasons. One, because I show up when I say I'm going to show up. And two, I am a female in the trades. Mm. And there is a novelty uh, and uh, to that, that people wish to support. Um, hey, I'm, I'm, Sure, I'll take it. That's wonderful. I love that you want to support female in the trades. And if I'm one of them, what? Please, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> don't 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 throw away, right? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I I liked your point about um, about uh, uh, education and the level of knowledge uh, uh, that that homeowners have or don't have, and and I I think that this is something that's that's more relevant uh, today really than, than, than ever before. Um, and I, I see a lot of it going on. <clears throat> of course, I'm, I'm in the window and door uh, industry pretty heavily. 
uh, with uh, fenestration review. And, um, and, you know, there's a, there's a lot of energy standards coming out. There's a lot of changes to the window products that are going to be coming out. Triple pane windows, for instance, are, are probably going to be basically standard in, uh, in, in 20 years. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and there's a lot of this kind of thing going on. And, and a lot of the discussions around how to get the market to move in that direction uh, is about educating homeowners, educating homeowners, educating homeowners. And, and, and I, I sit there and I listen to that and I go, you're, you're, you're never going to educate homeowners. No one, no one cares until they, until they, uh, until they have to actually put a window in and, you know, and then they'll, and then they're still at the mercy of whatever they're being, they're being told on the other side of it. Talk, uh, yeah. talk to me a little bit about, talk to me a little bit about that. Ed, educating, <laughs> educating versus, versus just help versus just being a, tr a, a trusted advisor for the homeowner. Yeah, I try to uh, I try to do that on my page as much as I can. Anytime that I learn something, which is often because I'm out there seeking out that type of information and following pages that that um, you know surprise me with information at times and and delve into that further to make sure I've got a better understanding. Um, I admit I'd like to do a little bit more of it. I have a um, I have a graphic designer who is fabulous who created a did you know graphic for me which right. I think which I thought was a great idea because the the reason I like that wording is that I uh, uh, um, recognize that people don't know and 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 say it's okay that you don't know that's really it, it's it's almost me saying you're not expected to know and and of all of the other things that you have to keep track of do that, <laughs> worry about that, right? Um, but uh, uh, when you need to know, having places to look uh, are, and, and know that the information has been vetted, because um, I don't post anything on my pages that I haven't reviewed, referenced, and sort of given at least a little bit of my take and a summary. I try and little, use a little humor, not everybody finds me funny, that's okay. Um, but I, I do try to uh, uh, keep up. I do it mostly opportunistically, I'll admit, if it comes across my face um, uh, uh, and, and intrigues me enough to, to go looking, I do that. Uh, and I think that, you know, everything I do about education is behind, it is from the standpoint of do the maintenance, do the small repairs before they become big problems. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I want people to be thinking of is, you know, every day do a walk around or every day, excuse me, every spring, do a walk around your house. You know, oh, you got a piece of fascia that's sort of starting to bend. Well, let's get that tacked back up now before we have to replace the whole piece. Yeah. Little things like that will save you a boatload of money. Yeah. Um, the other thing, uh, sorry, I'm going totally off topic, but I'm going to do it anyway. So one of the other aspects to the home team that that um, I created is called the home care spending account. Um, we live in a very reactive society. Okay. So so I think that's sort of where my brain just went. Right. Instead of waiting for the problem, look, look to plan for this for the solution ahead of time. Right. So the home care spending account is sort of a GoFundMe in reverse. Ooh. So imagine as a first time home buyer. You buy your home, especially in today's market, you're probably buying your home and becoming house poor almost immediately. <laughs> um, and then something happens that, that you need to repair and you haven't put funds aside. A lot of people right now are using the GoFundMe platform and others like it. I'm, I'm not 
don't go fund me. Please don't send your legal department after me. I have nothing against your platform. Um, but they are, they are then saying, oh my gosh, I need money, friends and family. Can you help me? Right. And what the home care spending account is designed to do is get ahead of that. Right. So, hey, everybody, I've just bought my first house. Instead of buying me another vase, because I've got 18 of them already, I've opened a home care spending account with better than new. And you can contribute $10, $20, whatever. And all of that will sort of get put together. And when I do need that money for something unexpected, it will be ready for me. What a phenomenal idea. That's neat. I have them every once in a while. Yeah. That's, <laughs> cool. That's a cool idea. Yeah. For the young homeowner. Great, great thought. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, truthfully, I'm thinking like the world has changed. It used to be that if you got married, you did a wedding registry and you picked out all the things and people bought it for you. You know what? People buy their own stuff now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people are, are going into second marriages where now they've got too many of everything. And so, you know, our, the guests are thinking, OK, what do we buy for them that's useful and helpful? Well, how about a contribution into a home care spending account that's purely designated to help you if you need help when you need help? Right. So you're also into banking. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Think of it as a fund of gift certificates. There's no, there's no, it's not a GFSA, again, CRA or whoever manages. The <laughs> yeah. After me. Um, it's just a fund of gift certificates that can be used in a larger scale. Or, or maybe you're planning. Uh, to do, you know, something that I do, like, like painting, right? Maybe it's something you're planning for. Um, but, you know, say to your guests of occasions, please, instead of purchasing me something that I have to dust, please put a little bit of money into this and we'll use it for our painting when we're ready. I love it. It's a, it's a, it, it, it's a neat thought and it's probably something I should, it's probably something Sue and I should be looking at because uh, <laughs> there's a lot coming up around here. Yeah, that's good. Um, I'm keeping a list of the stuff yeah, that yeah, you keep. Yeah, yeah, keep, yeah, keep you. <laughs> the, um, let, on that, let's, um, I guess, uh, give, give me a little more, uh, give me a little more of what the, what the structure looks like in the relationship with the contractors that, 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 that you work with. Are, are, are they committed to anything or, 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 or how does that, how, how does that, how does that, how does the, uh, the business arrangement work out? Oh, the commitment to better than new? Yeah, yeah. When they when they work with you, what do they what do they have to do? Is there stuff they have to sign? Is there how, how does that work? Yeah, I do have a contract. Mm -hmm. I wrote it in basic language because we do not need more legalese <laughs> to be clear about what the commitments are. Um, it, it's really the my contract is really very straightforward. It is you, you will do this type of work because that's your area of expertise, and those are the types of jobs that I will call upon. Uh, you for when I have them available. Um, when you say you're going to show up, show up. Right. <laughs> Period. Right. There's two ways to get knocked off my my home team. One is sacrifice someone's safety. Yeah. The other is don't show up when you say you're going to show up. Mm. Stuff happens. Yep. But if I'm expecting you to be somewhere, in particular, if it's a circumstance where I'm not also going to be there, sometimes I can be and sometimes I can't. Um, then, then I expect that if you tell me that you're going to be at the customers at 8am, that you're at the customers at 8am, yeah. uh, unless, unless I've heard from you, you know? So, so it, th that's really the main crux of it. Um, honor your warranty, whatever that is. 
that, you know, I'm expecting you to honor your warranty uh, to the customer via me. Yeah. Uh, you would anybody else. Uh, but the concept of me holding the warranty for the customer is because it's not always a deceitful situation that means you can't fulfill a warranty. Mm -hmm. Stuff happens. You know, maybe you broke your ankle, maybe you got hit by a bus, maybe you moved out of province, maybe you had to close your business. You know, there's all kinds of reasons why um, taking, you know, having a, a, a homeowner who buys a roof and gets a 10 year warranty, anything can happen in 10 years. Right. Understand that warranty is somewhat limited to life circumstance. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying if that roofing company goes out of business and you have an issue that is a warranty issue better than new has your warranty. So even if that original roofer can't come back and fix it, a new roofer will come. And, you know, truth be told, I'm going to expect that original roofer to pay for that, to pay for that repair or whatever. Right. Um, uh, uh, but I'm going to hound that person, right. not homeowner. And that's really my point is just that advocate aspect of it is you don't have to worry because I will take that brunt of that aggravation on for you. And I've had a circumstance with that recently where I had, where I had a guy who, um, you know, couldn't fit it into his schedule to, to fulfill the warranty issue. Wasn't his fault. Lots of things going on. Uh, wasn't rude about it. Wasn't obstinate about it. Wasn't ignoring it, but it was something that needed to be dealt with, uh, you know, more urgently than he could. So I had a conversation with that contractor, got his permission to send somebody else out because he's going to be on the foot for that bill. And he made a choice to foot the bill instead of upend his entire schedule. So he had, if you will, a team member he could send in to do something that he could not. Right. And that, is, you know, and that is, in fact, the culture I'm trying to create as well is that you've got backup on the home team. If you're a self-employed electrician, pick your trade, that, that can't make it back in a short period of time or something's happened that has made it difficult to, to fulfill all of your commitments, you can call me and I will assist in facilitating that to happen and everybody wins because you know the homeowner's not waiting, you're not looking silly, I'm not looking silly, everybody um, you know, and, and when the time comes and that favor needs to be returned, perfect. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. And so it's, and it's, it's, it's a piecework basis, right? Like, like, like yeah. you say, the, 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 these are, these are all contractors with their own, with, with their own businesses or usually that are doing their own thing. And, yeah. and, and, and this is like, as, as, and when you can, there's, there's, there's no commitment to take a, a certain amount of work. There's no commitment to you to give yeah. a certain amount of work. Right. Yeah. Because listen, uh, business cycles change, right? You're going to have a month where, where, you know, you got no time to, to do these small projects. And, and then you might have a month that ended up light. Right. And wouldn't it be great if a couple of jobs were lined up ready for you when that happens. Uh, yeah. There's no long-term commitment. You can get out of the contract at any time. Uh, you know, the only, the only thing that needs to be dealt with uh, upon termination of my contract, if you decide that you don't want to be part of the home team anymore, is that if you have made a commitment for a job, yeah. please fulfill that. Right. Right. Or at the very least, uh, you know, 
uh, uh, give me enough time to find a replacement. Um, where are you, where are you operating, Michelle? What, what, what's your, what's your market? So, uh, based out of London, Ontario and servicing all surrounding areas, basically through like Sarnia to Woodstock to, right. yeah. Yeah. Right. Getting, getting local people, no doubt, most of the time, um, in, in the different towns. Yeah. I, uh, that's part of my strategy and part of my hope is actually to work with, uh, contractors who are in that area. Now, um, you know, that, let me be clear, the home team is in its infancy. I do not have a significant number of contractors on the roster yet, certainly not to the degree that I want to. Uh Um, And and so, you know, uh, I'll say thank you because some of the questions that you've asked me are really valuable to uh, trying to get across that uh, one one contractor came to me and said, well, it's a no-brainer. I don't have to spend any money, and it's possible, like you know, and I and I don't have to commit to anything that I can't fulfill. And uh, uh, you know, even if it's one job here and there, that job might just be my beer money for the week. He said, <laughs> and I thought, yeah, <laughs> <Why> critical. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah. So my intention is to have multiple contractors in each trade that. You know, if I get a call that needs a plumber, yeah. that I can put out a group text or however, what's a, I don't know what the system I'm going to use when we get to that point is right now. It's a, it's a, you know, direct text to the exact person I know um, and say, Hey, this person needs something relatively urgently. Does anybody have time before Friday? Right. 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 And, 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 you know, work it out amongst yourselves. Who's going to do it because all three, you know, all three or four or five of you, um, I know we'll do this job well. Okay. Okay. Um, is that, sorry, you, you say in its infancy, how long have you been doing this again? So I launched it in December. Yeah. I've had, I've had, um, I'm going to say I've had team members uh, uh, before that term existed um, yeah. for uh, just over a year now. Okay, cool. I was, I was sort of doing it already quietly yeah. with it, that model. Yeah. And I was just, I, 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 you know, quite frankly, I was realizing how well it was working yeah. and decided to make a thing of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love it. It works. You know, you know, if you're, if you're a small independent guy that, 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 that needs help on the, on the marketing communications administration end of things, mm-hmm. uh, uh, it works great for that. If you're a large guy that wants to, that wants to fill time for your team when you're, when you're uh, uh, slow, uh, that it works, it works for that. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You've got, you've got it, you've got it kind of coming at both ends there. That's great. Um, you told me you built a paint shop in your backyard. Tell me about that. <laughs> <laughs> I did. So COVID's been a fun yeah. aspect to business. <laughs> <laughs> That's my positive way of saying good grief. How do you keep up with all the changes? Yeah. Um, one of the things that I've done for quite some time is kitchen cabinetry refinishing. I do that mostly with paint. I do do some stains from time to time, uh, but kitchen cabinetry painting is becoming a, a, a very popular thing to do. It's extremely cost effective when compared to even refacing, let alone uh, replacement of uh, kitchens. So yeah. if your kitchen is otherwise functional, uh, as far as you know where all the cupboards are, uh, but just maybe isn't as pretty as you'd like it to be. 
uh, it's a really, really cost-effective and popular uh, solution right now. Um, as I'm sure some of the contractors listening can relate, uh, uh, yeah, we're busy, 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 but we're also, um, you know, having to put out uh, 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 slightly more significant expenses in some places, etc. Um, I hit a cash flow problem. Mm-hmm. Right as uh, the February lockdown happened. <laughs> Right. And I thought, oh, what am I going to do about this? Yeah. Um, I was, uh, uh, so I have, I have the um, stereotypical contractor's house uh, where almost every room uh, is in some state of remodel that I got distracted, moved on, ran out of time, ran out of energy, <laughs> ran out of money. Um, you know, um, I'm sure I'm not telling you a story that you've not well, heard. I've before. seen it a million times. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So, so I, I genuine every once in a while, uh, I am very thankful that we live in a digital world yeah. where the majority of people send their deposits or, or payments or whatever via e-transfer because every once in a while I get a customer who wants to come to my house and provide cash. <laughs> and I think, well, that's not a good idea. If you come to my house, you're going to cancel the contract. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so I, I have, I have on several instances genuinely considered putting up a sign, uh, that says, uh, a contractor's house too busy making everybody else's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, please, please bear with me. Um, but I figure the truck in the driveway sort of does that for me and I left it alone. Yeah. Uh, so all of that to say other people have bedrooms in the top floor of their house. I had a plastic wrap Dexter scene uh, where I sprayed my kitchen cabinetry uh, because that's the space that I had to do it. That was temperature controlled to be able to do that. Right. Uh, so, so it was already in my mind that this year I wanted to change that and actually reclaim my house from my business a little bit. Uh, and and when the cash flow um, thing happened. Uh, uh, I kind of sat down and had a brilliant idea, or at least I thought so at the time. I may have had one more beer than I should have when I decided that this was a brilliant idea, uh, but it worked out, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, some t- sometimes my uh, viewpoint and my strategy for marketing yeah. uh, is to come up with an idea, sort of massage it, would that work? And go, yeah, that could work, and throw it at the wall and see if it sticks. So I did that. I, uh, inspired by a uh, a store here in London, uh, there's a there's a the first uh, um, zero waste grocery store opened in London last year. I actually did the painting there as a as a volunteer uh, type thing because I love what they're doing. Yeah, and they did. Because they decided, because they had signed a commercial lease to start work on and and doing this um, this store opening process right as COVID hit, uh, that was challenging to them for their cash flow, understandably. So they had uh, a community of followers and threw out a funding campaign and said, "Here's what we're going to do: if you fu- if you if you uh, uh, provide funding, we will give you dollar for dollar." every uh, uh, credit to the store when it opens. So it's just a prepayment of what you're going to spend later anyway. 
to give us the funds to to move forward on the construction um, that has just you know increased in cost by 200 percent, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It was a great idea. It worked. It was covered by all the news outlets uh, here in London, Ontario, because in three days they they had raised eighty five thousand dollars. Wow. Now, I wasn't looking to raise $85,000, don't worry. Um, but I thought the idea was great and I sort of flipped it to work for me. And I knew that I wanted to create a, a separate area that was uh, part of my workshop that was customized, would allow me to do more kitchens at a time, et cetera, et cetera. And so I threw out a promotion in February that said, if you give me, and I, I normally uh, request a 25% deposit to confirm work with me. Uh, I do deposits for one, two reasons. One, uh, you don't have to worry about what you're signing, about whether or not you're signing on with me or whether you're signing to um, confirm your pricing for the year, because right. I know the people out there who are doing that type of nasty tactic. Um, so I do a deposit because you're never going to question whether you've decided to work with me if you've given me money. Yeah, That is clear indication we have moved from quote to contact, contract. Right. Um, and, and it's also just to make sure you're serious so that I don't end up with uh, uh, unexpected time in my schedule. So I said, instead of giving me a 25% deposit, give me a 50% deposit on the entire quoted amount. And on the end invoice, I will take 20% off the entire quoted amount. Wow. So you're getting a 20% discount overall, but you're paying just a, you're paying more right now than you will at the end. Okay. It famously, it was, it was unbelievably successful. Uh, I was able to uh, uh, do all of the wish list uh, fantasy items um, with the money to, to actually create this spray booth uh, and be able to do five or six kitchens in, at a time instead of just one. Wow. Um, and, um, and, and, and I'm still doing them right now to like that. I sold so many, I'm still doing them. Great. Great. Yeah. So it was, it was a fabulous promotion and, yeah. um, yeah. I'm thrilled. Yeah. That makes total sense. Yeah. And my home and Nick helped build the spray booth. Oh, did he? Oh, good. Perfect. <laughs> well, yeah. Did done right. yeah. <laughs> I, I did sort of cringe at the lumber bill though. Uh, yeah. When that was my fault, but I cringed. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, Michelle, that, 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 that's, that's interesting stuff. I, 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 I'm so glad we got a chance to talk today because I think, uh, I think, uh, you know, you, you've got an interesting model there. I think it's something that, uh, that, that anybody who's, uh, you know, you know, looking for somebody to work with to, uh, to help drive business, to help take care of the things that, uh, that they, you know, would like to spend less time taking care of. Um, that would like some, uh, some, some actually really professional help. I mean, uh, uh, you, you've been tremendous with me and, uh, and, and I know that, uh, I, I know that you take, uh, you take a lot of pride in making things run smoothly for everybody. So, so that it's, it's, it's been interesting to, uh, it, it's an interesting topic and I, I, I hope that, uh, I hope that people take a look at it. Um, Michelle, where do people uh, reach out to you if they're trying to get a hold of you? <laughs> May I tell the story about our email exchange? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, so obviously, you know the story because I called because I called Brett out wildly with you because I could tell you had a great sense of humor. So, so when Brett contacted me to say, I, you know, would you would you be able to do this work? Would you like to do this work? 
the first question he asked me as far as introducing us was what's the best way for him to reach you yeah. and i said to him the best way to reach me is always via facebook uh by a facebook message uh, that happened organically it just so happens that 90 percent of of my communication happened that way um so i go with it it works um second best is text and the next thing he did uh, was send you an email. <laughs> email is second only to phone calls and voicemails uh, as far as how easy it is to reach me and make sure that I don't miss it. So I laughed and I gave him a little, uh, a little uh, trouble over it and, yeah. and whatever. Um, and, and even though I knew to be watching for the email, what did I do, Patrick? <laughs> it just got missed for a couple of days. That was I missed it. I missed it. And I'll tell you, Brett, Brett messaged me a day or two later and said, did you ever get back to Patrick? And I said, what do you mean? Patrick never emailed me. And, and, and I, I would like to also give kudos to Brett for the restraint that he showed towards me. Uh, the only thing that he really did was text my name, Michelle, <laughs> very large capital letters with an awful lot of exclamation points. He was absolutely right uh, to be upset with me. Uh, the thing that I do love about Brett, and, and I hope um, that I'm uh, saying this, uh, that I'm not speaking on his behalf incorrectly, uh, but he does know that I'm human. I make mistakes, but I always resolve them. And that is like a key business principle of mine as well. So yeah, man, I messed up. Uh, and I jokingly blame Brett uh, for choosing email as our introduction method. Uh, but but we got back on track very quickly, didn't we, Patrick? That's right. That's right. We we certainly <laughs> did. And it's and 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 you've been watching your email like a hawk ever since because you know I have. <laughs> 90 percent of my, of my uh, communication. I, I'm 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 about I'm about two generations behind on uh, on my on my communication strategy myself. It's all. Yeah, I mean the truth is, the minute I set up my email address, it got so so uh, uh, inundated with spam. That that's why I missed them in email. Uh, yeah. That's that's the truth of the matter. So yes, please. I mean, if you'd like to email me, just please know that if I don't get to you right away, uh, it's because I've missed it, not because you're not important to me. Yeah. And and on, so on Facebook we go look for better than new and Michelle yep. Kaplan on Facebook, and uh, and uh, and and website. Uh, I'm actually purely social media at the moment. Website is probably in the plans for the next year or two. I yep. uh, am also on Instagram. I am going to make very clear. I have an Instagram account that my graphic designer marketing person posts to. I do not understand Instagram. If you try and message me on Instagram, <laughs> I will likely get very confused and have no idea what to do. But please feel free to go there and enjoy her wonderful graphics and communications and learn more about the home team. And then, go, and then you will see the link to my bio is to Facebook to come and talk to me. Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> Michelle, thanks so much for joining me and, uh, and, and, and telling me all about your business. I, I, I wish you a lot of, uh, I wish you a lot of luck going forward. My sincere pleasure. And thanks for letting me rant about the thing that I love. Thanks for listening to the hammer. You can find episodes online at canadiancontractor.com or subscribe on your favorite podcasting service. The hammer is presented by Canadian contractor magazine.